The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. Let me close with a couple notes on, on Ubicomp uh, versus personal computing. So ubiquitous versus personal computing. Also, ubiquitous computing versus virtual reality. Uh, in Ubicomp, the computer disappears. Uh, it's also, you know, augmented reality is a, is a name also that kind of has a lot to do with Ubicomp. Or people call it calm computing, you know, computing where you don't really think about the tool anymore. Um, the goal is to activate the world, to put computers and smartness into everything so I don't have to think about it anymore. You know, think about a hammer. When you're using a hammer uh, to put a nail in the wall um, to, I don't know, build a shelf, you don't think about the hammer at every step, right? The hammer is a tool that is so self-evident, so obvious, that it disappears from your cognition. You don't notice that you are using a hammer. You might be thinking about the shelf that you're building, or maybe about the nail. But if the hammer has, if the head on the hammer is a little loose, if it's buggy, all of a sudden the hammer comes back into your, the front of your cognition. You're very conscious that you are hitting the hammer on the nail and you're careful not to have the head fly off and hurt somebody. So a bad tool will be very much noticeable. A good tool disappears. And that's the idea of you become for computers. Um, the idea is that the, that, that Wiser Post was the PCs are really just a transitional phase. We're just getting started. And I guess he was right when you see now what's happening with tablets, smartphones, and so on, wearable computing, etc. Even carrying a great laptop is just like having one but really important book. Um, even if you customize it or have lots of them, it doesn't unleash literacy. Um, and the way that multimedia was often used at the time then was really just making those machines even more attention-grabbing, you know, all these animations and things, um, rather than having the computers disappear. Um, I talked about the hammer example here. Um, there are psychological uh, reasons why disappearing technology is the right way to go. Um, we call this compiling, when people assume a technology and, and sort of assimilate it and uh, just make, take it for granted, then it, they sort of compile it, as, as, as it's called into their notion of the environment. And notice how this is very different from VR, right? In AR or, or ubiquitous computing, we are still interacting. A class with lots of ubiquitous technology would still be like this. You would still be sitting there and we'd still be talking. Um, whereas in VR, we'd all be wearing goggles or helmets and, some, and be in our own little spaces. You would be in your bedroom, probably not have gotten up this early this morning, and we would try to, I don't know, have a class in Second Life or something like this. Um, so very different situation. Couple things on Ubicomp. Uh, some of the predictions, small displays, faster CPUs, Wiser was right on. Uh, the battery predictions that he had were too optimistic. They expected you know, that a big display unit would run days at an end. Um, the memory uh, developments were underestimated. The high-resolution walls that he was asking for with 80-plus DPIs with tens of megapixels aren't there yet. Um, operating systems today still assume essentially a fixed hardware, uh, but in Ubicomp devices come and go. You know, tablets, pads, boards join the, uh, join the room and disappear again. Our Windows systems still assume a fixed base computer that you then attach stuff to. Connecting to a different device is still a very sort of um, special process. And 
the diversity of input devices that Ubicom sees is also something that computers don't deal with well, today's operating systems at least. Um, the networking sort of is more like a Bluetooth low energy kind of uh, assumption, uh, but you know, even today we often struggle with multiple connections at a time when we use modern communication technologies. Ubicom has developed, starting with a workshop in 99, uh, into its own conference, that's the Ubicom conference. Uh, the technology for tabs, pads, and boards is out there, the hardware is there, but still it's not plentiful, as they call it. It's not sort of disposable, not something you, need to, you, you don't need to worry about. Uh, but it still is one of the most intriguing, I think, current visions for HCI and computer science. And um, Weiser called it sort of, um, he said, in the end, what you want when you interact with technology is um, to have a feeling of calmness. It shouldn't be attention grabbing. When you walk through the woods, there's a lot of stuff going on, there are lots of trees, leaves, wind rustling, all kinds of things, but it's still very relaxing. And that's the way that interaction with technology should be. It should be relaxing, it should be calm, it should be not in your face, it should help you get your stuff done without requiring any unnecessary attention. We'll close with that, and there are going to be some examples of Ubicom research today that we'll probably talk about in the lab, I think. Um, so thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you again next week. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.